On today's insights, remarketing to drive business leads. Recruitment marketing, what should you be doing right now? And unemployment decreases to 13.3%. Insights is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Right now, we're talking to lots of staffing companies that want to do more marketing, but money is tight. That's why we created three new low-cost marketing services to help you sell more. First, Haley Mail Lead Gen a three-month content and direct marketing campaign to show employers how to reopen for business and better use staffing services. Second, Talent On Demand. This service positions your company as an ideal partner for last-minute needs and helps you better cross-sell all the kinds of positions you can fill. Finally, we're offering our Digital Sales Toolkit that combines video email, web content, email marketing, and more to make your outbound sales efforts easier and more productive. To learn more about any of these services, give us a call at 888-696-2900 or you can visit haleymarketing.com COVID recovery. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's director, of recruitment marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we doing this week, buddy? We're having a nice week, Brad. It's summertime is here. It's it's definitely enjoyable weather around our Western New York area. And we are, fingers crossed, we're in phase two here in Western New York. And we're, yeah. we're one day closer, is what I always like to say. Let me ask you this. How many rounds of golf we got under our belt so far? Uh, somewhere between five and 10. It wasn't a very wet spring. So we were able to get out a little bit. And okay. Um, golf courses where if there's not a social distance, if golf isn't a social distance sport, I don't know what is, especially the way we hit the golf ball, not very straight away from other people. So it's, it's been nice to get out and enjoy some weather here in Buffalo. All right, man, let's get to the show. Let's go. Remarketing to drive business leads. When we think about remarketing, if we could put it in its simplest form and how everybody can identify it and understand it. Think about those tracker ads that follow you around the internet after you go to a site like Amazon. You go to Amazon, you go out to Google, or you go to Facebook, and you're remarketed with that product that you were just looking at. Those are considered remarketing ads. In a recent survey conducted by Haley Marketing, 61% of respondents noted a decrease in revenue of 30% or more since the COVID-19 pandemic. And if you're like most staffing companies right now, finding major prospects right now is a major struggle. In doing some research for this segment, I found some data that showed only 2% of website visitors convert on their first visit. That number increases to 70% when we look at repeat visitors to a website. So when we think about generating leads and prospecting right now, you know, for me, Matt, I think we really need to lean into the tactic that is remarketing. If we're prospecting on the new business side, that, that job order side, the client side, then it's not a first impression, click purchase kind of business. It's a, you know, we're not buying a, 
$2 tchotchke from some website or, right. you know, a very low price item. This is a, a pretty big commitment between, you know, maybe a, a local warehouse or a local business or healthcare facility and your staffing agency. And that takes time. And, you know, you first have to become aware and get in front of someone and then really pique their interest to get them to take that action. So remarketing is a, is a perfect way to continually make an impression on a, a new prospect, a new candidate, if it's recruitment side, but, you know, on this new business side of with somebody that's new, it, it takes time for them just to know who you are. And that's the first start. And if you think about the fact that you're spending marketing dollars and you're investing in getting new traffic to your website, remarketing becomes that addition to get people to come back. It's almost, in my opinion, the perfect combination to an existing marketing strategy. If you're deploying direct mail, that's driving people back to a contact form or a a page on your site to learn more. If you're integrating a great social media strategy, you have email marketing, you have SEO, and you're, you're working on organic search. All of these are working on funneling traffic to you. Remarketing is adding that code as somebody is leaving, making sure they then come back. Again, to talk about that Amazon example, and I use Amazon because you know, they're, they're the global superpower right now. If you think about those ads that follow you after you look at a book or a pair of shoes, that's exactly what we could be doing with your website and, and what you should be doing with your website. So for me, it's the perfect example and the perfect way just to get people to come back. It, as Matt said, it's not just one touch point. Matt, I think you alluded to this on another episode of Insights. Is it, is it seven to nine touch points to get somebody to have a conversation or is it more than that? Stats are all over the place. It's, you know, six or seven has seemed to be the, the baseline number for a number of years after, you know, just reading a lot of content over time. But I'm sure that upper end of that range increases because, you know, seven to nine was, when online advertising wasn't as prevalent. But now with, think about all the times you see an ad on a website, on Google, on Facebook, you know, in an app, all those impressions, it's easier to generate impressions. So it's it's definitely seven, eight, nine, 13, 15 times, I'm sure to, to get someone maybe just to take that action and move down your funnel of the sales process. Right. So with that, you want to make sure that you're deploying remarketing. You want to make sure that you're getting in front of those potential buyers of service in multiple ways. You don't know when they're going to actually be ready to take the jump and and reach out about services. We also don't want them to forget about you. So if we think about remarketing as, as a billboard advertisement, we want to make sure that you're staying top of mind, that you're cutting through the noise and that you have the opportunity to sell more. You have the opportunity to get in front of those decision makers and get them to take action. I think a good point you made earlier was to get a prospect, anyone to your website, especially in the B2B space, that first touch point doesn't have to be online or website, it could be, like you said, Brad, a direct mail piece, it could be, you know, a blog, it could be maybe even just an interaction somehow on a Zoom meeting, or, you know, if if conferences ever go back up to meet someone there, and, you know, any interaction you can get them to, to eventually go to your website, and then, you know, share that remarketing message with them, it's great, and, you know, one part we've ignored a little bit of the new business side, it's great for current customers too, sure. because maybe they forgot about you. Maybe, you know, they did business with you in 2016, 17, and now in 2020, 
you know, you haven't talked for a couple of years, you know, what can you do to re-engage those prospects on your, in your sales database in your CRM? And, you know, maybe the, you can have needs for each other now and can work together to, to help fill their job orders. If you want the data from our staffing recovery survey, you can drop us a message at info at HaleyMarketing.com and one of our team of marketing educators will be sure to get that to you once it's compiled. Matt, as director of recruitment marketing, you're constantly looking at what's going on in the recruitment marketing landscape. And when we talk about the recruitment marketing landscape, it's not just recruitment marketing inside the staffing industry. In fact, you're really looking outside of the industry for what we can bring to staffing. You're putting together a great presentation on recruitment marketing that'll be visible on lunchwithhaley.com. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to watch that presentation, you could go to lunchwithhaley.com to watch Matt's talk. But Matt, for sake of this segment and what we should be doing with recruitment marketing right now, why don't you give us the top two to three items? What can we be doing right now? Yeah, the big, the big theme for the webinar and for how we're, we're shifting recruitment marketing here in this, in this new post-COVID-19 world is really do more with less. And to focus on you know, the four pillars of recruitment marketing and how can you really squeeze those as much as you can to maximize your conversions. And employer branding is, is becoming a huge part of recruitment marketing right now. It's one of our four pillars. And the areas that really have to stand out are, you know, showcasing your values to the audience because companies want to connect with your audience, with you. They want to not just have a job, you know, they want to be able to connect with a company and the values of your company, whether it's through, you know, conversion rates for your jobs, you know, making them tempt to perm. Maybe it's through safety. Maybe it's through, you know, childcare options. It's through work, work at home or remote friendly jobs. What can you do to really showcase that employer branding to them and find the right candidates for your opening? And as we look at post COVID-19, maybe that recruitment marketing becomes what are you doing for the employee? You know, it's not about salary. It's not about the commute, but maybe it's about what you're doing to make sure people stay safe. How are you going to provide hand sanitizer or masks if they're still necessary? How are you, actually, Matt, we talked about this on the last episode of Insights too, but how are you going to take care of the individual? How are you going to make sure that everyone feels safe and secure and protected as they work so that they don't have to worry about the you know, possibility of getting sick while they do their job, they can just focus on being productive. Because if I, Brad Biley, have to come to the office and half of my brain is thinking about, oh, I need to make sure I don't touch anything or I can't breathe near anybody or I can't, you know, do this, this or this, I can't be productive. So you want to make sure that from a recruitment marketing standpoint, you're thinking through, okay, how can I make the, the employment um, more enjoyable and more relaxed for that individual? And as you showcase that branding, you know, the next part is we really need to maximize conversions. And if it's your career portal, if it's social recruiting, you know, with active job seekers, you know, how do you make it as frictionless as possible? How can you make it mobile friendly? How can you make it really easy for someone to apply for your job? Because the first time they apply for your job, they don't want to give you their social security number. And we see it all the time on job applications. We, we pretty much do the, 
the man face palming emoji in real life when that happens. But it's it's information we know that has to go into the background check down the road. But if someone comes across your job, maybe the first time ever here at 3.30 p.m. on Tuesday, June 9th, when we're recording this, and at 3.32, you ask them for a social security number, that's a problem. Yeah. We want to maximize those conversions and make that process as easy as possible to get the candidates information. I know in speaking with our tech team at the beginning of the month, they shared some data with Collective Haley Marketing showing that 53% of website traffic in May was from a mobile device. And that's across all of the websites hosted by Haley Marketing. If you listening to this right now have a subpar mobile experience on your website, I would challenge you to really look at that as we look at Q3, Q4 of 2020. Mobile traffic and mobile dependency is continuing to rise. You want to reduce friction as much as possible. Matt, we've talked about that on previous episodes of Insights. We need to reduce friction. So I would challenge you to really go through your company website on mobile. Where are their bottlenecks? Where are their challenges? Where are their little hangups? What can you do to make the buying decision easier for your prospects? Where can you make it easier for an applicant to submit an application or to give you their information? Would you, in going through your application process, give up? If you would give up and you work for your company or you own the company, what do you think is happening to your candidates? So really, really go through that site and think through how is this mobile working for everybody that I'm getting in contact with. This, this last tactic that I really want to focus on is, is because expenses are, are tight right now for a lot of companies and they're really managing those budgets, whether it's on job boards, it's on social recruiting, it's on personnel internally. And I think the, one of the most important things, it's, it's something we talked about before, but I think now is really knowing the source of your applicants and then continuing that process and knowing the state of your quality applicants and the source of your placements and who's bringing you revenue, who is bringing in the gross margin at the end of the day, because that's what, as Brad, like I said, keeps the lights on. That's what pays the bills. That's what helps your business, you know, survive during these difficult times, but also get back into making profits when the economy does recover. So if you know that, you know, 50% 50% of your revenue is coming from source A, while 30% is coming from source B, it's going to make sense to really look long and hard at source A to, to see if there's ways to, to get more revenue and find more candidates from that profitable source of revenue. So Matt, get us out of the segment. If you had to summarize it right here, and I'm going to give you 60 seconds, recruitment marketing, what should you be doing right now? Like I said, get us out of the segment, buddy. I feel like we need four words and it's just do more with less. Really look at all the different tactics, you know, the recruitment marketing pillars that we talk about here at Haley Marketing and find ways to do more with less of all those different tactics and strategies you have in place. Unemployment decreases to 13.3%. Matt, we talked about unemployment and the drastic rise. What was it? 14.1% last month. We talked about that on Insights. We got the recent report from the BLS. It says 13.3% in May. Specifically, looking at a report right here of uh, workers flooding back to jobs in restaurants, healthcare, and construction with the reopening of states. 
so Matt, it's it's no secret as phases start to reopen here, as the economy reopens, as businesses start to reopen, people go back to work, unemployment is going to drop, right? People are going to go back to work. That number is going to decrease. It's, it's not necessarily that we're creating jobs. We're just giving people their jobs back that were lost, right? In theory. So if we think about the fact that jobs in restaurants, healthcare, construction are on the boom right now, you know, Matt, when we talk about this on Insights, I, I just want to talk about why this matters. You know, what can we learn from this? What should we be doing? What even can we share with staffing and recruiting owners, firms in that space? As I look at the healthcare space, and I know, Matt, you and I work with a few clients in that space specifically, right now it's thinking through the messaging of how we can get people back to work, how we can get people to take on maybe per diem shifts, how we can get people to take on different shifts. I know there's one client who's completely pivoting their business and they're working more on the medical screeners and temperature screeners. You know, they were placing nurses, they were placing medical professionals in, in hospitals and locations and they're, they're making a drastic shift. Um, maybe not so drastic, right? But they're, they're seeing opportunity. Maybe that's where this segment goes too. You know, how is the industry getting a little scrappy? We've been talking about getting scrappy for a while. Matt, go ahead. I'll stop rambling here. There was a lot of rambling, um, but that's okay because I think Friday morning on June 5th, when this came out, there was a lot of rambling by analysts because they were stunned. It was shocking that unemployment went down right. and... There could be a couple of reasons for that. The one conspiracy, not conspiracy, but skeptical in the back of my head is that the PPP numbers really helped a lot Sure. in that the small businesses were able to keep people on payroll and not have to lay off as many workers as was feared, which is great. So we'll see if that continues as PPP was expended, not just for eight weeks, but through the end of calendar year 2020. And to me, I think one of the bigger takeaways is as states reopen, you know, economists like to talk about recessions in letters, right? It's the W, it's the U, and maybe we're in a V. Like, we, we don't know what the, obviously nobody knows what the economy is going to do in, you know, four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, six months. But if we're on a V recession, which means quick down, quick up. Yep. That means staffing agencies need to get their pipeline filled now or they're going to lose. They're going to lose when the job orders come in because a lot of factors are going to come into play on people coming back to work, job orders reopening, safety starting to people feel more safe. And it's going to happen probably end of July and, you know, as quarter three progresses here. For me, that means getting to work on your marketing right now. It means getting to work on your recruitment strategy right now, getting to work on your prospecting plan right now. And I know, Matt, it sounds a little self-serving when the two marketing guys say, hey, you need to be thinking about marketing right now. But if you are waiting on the defensive until the economy reopens, until your industry reopens, frankly, it's too late. You want to be attacking that and you want to make sure that you have marketing in place so that people know who you are so that they're ready when their businesses is, is businesses are reopening, sorry. You gotta be prepared. You need to have that prospecting plan in place. You have to have your recruitment marketing ironed out and ready to go because like Matt said, if this is a V curve and it's gonna bounce back quickly, you wanna make sure you're ready. 
the companies that have been marketing in April, May, June, July are going to be top of mind with the companies that need job orders filled. I mean, Brad, I don't know if you told the story in Insights, but, you know, you're with when a conversation with your wife, I think it was a company she just saw on TV and she was impressed. They were advertising back in April. And even just watching local TV, like during the news here, different companies are advertising than were in January and February. Like there's brands I never heard of because they they understand it's the time to be aggressive if you can. And that's where segment two ties into segment three a little bit here and really segment one, where segment two, we've talked about do more with less. How can you maximize the candidates either in your database already or to get new candidates so they think of you when they're ready to go back to work? And even in segment one, you know, one phrase that kind of just jumped in my head was remarketing is the most cost-effective tactic we might have at Haley Marketing up there with email. Yep. It works extremely well. If you can just remarket to those people in your debt CRM or new prospects in your, in your area that maybe have visited your site once or twice, you're going to be top of mind. And when you stay top of mind with them, they're going to come to you for when they have an order of 100, 200, 500 jobs here shortly, and you're ready to go to get your people back to work and start getting real actual revenue back on your, your balance sheet and your P&L. People have decisions that they can make. People have different companies that they can go to for services. People have time to put in that due diligence. They're not pressed on time and have to make a quick decision. Marketing, advertising, making sure your ads are in the right place at the right time. Your recruitment is in the right place at the right time. Your, your prospecting is in the right place at the right time is critical. And, you know, Matt, if, if I can kind of just share this point one more time, it, it's something that I already mentioned, but you have to have a plan in place. And maybe 2020 is the year where the staffing and recruiting industry starts to understand that it can't just be throwing things at the wall and hoping for the best, right? We need a strategy. We need to make sure that everything we're doing is intersecting and talking to each other. We need to make sure that we're not just doing email just to do it, but that there's a greater why to why we're doing that email. We're not just blogging, but there's a why to content creation. There's a why to our recruitment marketing. There's a why to our PPC advertising. You know, and if I could sit here and I could say, well, yes, marketing is important. Yes, I'm the marketing guy. Of course, I'm going to say that. But it really is almost a, a, a cry for people to listen because there's so much opportunity right now with unemployment where it is, with businesses about to reopen and having a high demand for workers, there's going to be such a large opportunity. And I want to see the industry that I'm a part of thrive and, and really crush it right now. Matt, it was a great show. We talked about remarketing. We talked about recruitment marketing. And we talked about unemployment bouncing back to 13.3%. You know, yes, it's not at 4.4 or 4.1, wherever it was in January, but it's, it's trending back in that direction, right? And if I could just say it one more time to, to our listeners and, and even you, Matt, it's, it's having a plan in place. When we talk on insights, we often get very tactical and we think through, okay, what's working right now? And that's really the purpose of this show. It's to give you the insights that Matt, myself, the team at Haley Marketing are seeing working for staffing and recruiting firms across the country. With those tactics though, you need to have a great plan. And I would encourage you and I would challenge you to think through your plan. We're nearing up on Q3 now. We have half a year still ahead of us. How can you make sure that you succeed in these last remaining months of 2020? 
with COVID, without COVID on the horizon, we don't know, right? We don't know what's, what's coming, but how can you continue to crush it and make sure that you have a successful 2020? That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. You have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.